the goal was achieved that we were able to take a smaller dose of THC to yeah. test, you know, your your theory and your your idea with runners high right. and stretch at the trailhead, right? And by the time we were about like five minutes in, runners yeah. high kicked in rather than thirty minutes of seventy exactly. percent heart rate. We we had given our our endocannabinoid system a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Guy spicy, garbage spicy garbage memes. Spicy garbage memes. We know them. We know them. I love. I love uh, that uh, trash and garbage can sometimes be like the biggest insult that you would give to someone. Like what, once you cross the New Jersey border, right. but then also trash and garbage can be like a really fun witticism yeah. used to describe how like yeah we know it's bad, but you it's, know yeah, it's great. It's just a it's yeah. just a culture of shit posting. Yeah, you know garbage plate. Yep. Yeah. Oh, garbage plates garbage are delicious. Plate. Oh, See, man. It can't always be bad. All right. Let's get into this. Welcome hey. back to the Upstate Coffee Collective <laughs> podcast, a podcast where we talk about coffee and better. Wait. Good. <laughs> no. All right. Good coffee. Good coffee and better people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, yeah. Who are you? <laughs> my name's Matt Pfeiffer. Uh -huh. My co-host is Kevin Miner. That's right. Co-pilot in this bitch. I'm, I am on... Uh, I'm in the passenger seat today. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah. Okay, our sweet. guest today is a good friend of yours. <laughs> you know, like when they engage the the co-pilot, like he's like he's been chilling for like months, like just like oh yeah, these cross continental flights, they're fun, man. That's great. I'm hanging out with Jorge over here, and then you know Jorge's like, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom, and he's like, oh shit, oh I gotta fucking sit. <laughs> I better sit up and look at the sky. All right, uh, our guest today, I'll let him introduce himself uh, because I know him very well. We actually just went for a very nice run yesterday mm -hmm. uh sir who are you how are you and what do you do uh my name is matt waddell mm -hmm. um i'm kind of i don't know i'm feeling this the, i've never been on a podcast before yeah so i have this kind of same this is my first you one some nerves your first one yeah, first not really though like this is yeah. pretty casual and nice and yeah. i like the coffee and everything oh, so oh, i'm thanks. feeling like surprisingly good and like casual and we've been told by people who have been on many podcasts that we're a good podcast to be on and we've been hey, told by relaxing. people who do their first podcast that it was a great first podcast to be on so you're in good hands <laughs> yes yeah um, yeah we will take good care of you here. but what do you do yeah and i got a nice run in this morning so yeah Ooh. Big runner. So I, uh, I'm product manager for Trello Technologies, which is a little uh, ag tech startup, partially servicing the legal cannabis space out of Massachusetts. Um, the way that I most simply described it to Kevin that he really seemed to love was uh, it's a weed robot. Yep. A weed robot. Weed so, robot. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of took that and ran with it. I don't know if that's exactly how our CEO would like to have it described. Probably not. But I want to make um, an anime about it, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we can talk about more about that later yeah. and the um, equity crowdfunding that we're doing and stuff. But um, yeah, I guess a uh, side hustle 
Um, but hopefully something that'll turn into that I'm, I'm expecting to turn into something really big is, um, I'm the founder of a brand called runners high cannabis. Yeah. Um, and which is why we run together. Yes. And, and Kevin, <laughs> and, and Kevin talks about you nonstop. He loves, I actually do talk. About he you. loves the concept of runners high cannabis. Yeah. He's taught, he's told me a little bit about it. Um, I'm super interested as somebody who has most recently fallen in love with running i always mm. was the person that was like i'd rather like eat glass than run yeah and this year and i guess like yeah throughout the pandemic having to spend a lot of time indoors any opportunity i could get to yeah. go outside and run it didn't start with running it was walking and just enjoying the fresh air and then i started to jog and now i kind of like running so i love yeah. talking to people who are like in the running community trying new things doing new things yeah, yeah. so i'm definitely excited to hear more about all that yeah and and there's something to the way that that kind of develops um it requires this kind of slow build up and i think that really is related to the fact that we're having to build up our um, our body's ability to produce anandamide on demand, which is the what they call the bliss molecule. It's oh, like um, the runner's high. It's what creates the runner's high, and that's actually an endocannabinoid. Um, so a cannabinoid that's produced internally to the body. Wow. Um, so literally, so, your body makes this thing that gives you runner's high, right? And it's a relative of cannabinoids, which are some of the uh, I would say, I guess it's it's basically chemically almost identical. It's yeah. just that we really the only it. thing you're missing is THC. Delta yeah, well, THC is yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so THC is what's called a phytocannabinoid. So from plants, is that um, what phyto means? Right, from plants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, got it. Um, the uh, where where are we going with this? We're going to the place where, like, uh, you know, people <laughs> people are already getting uh, themselves high and should be arrested for producing endocannabinoids because cannabis is illegal. And no, I'm just yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's the devil, <laughs> yeah, and it's the devil's lettuce. And feeling now, good uh, is illegal. Well, well, right. So, I guess, I guess, point being, it's been illegal to even study it for a long time right that's crazy right like so we have all of these other plant-based remedies plant-based drugs etc that we've developed in the last hundred years with our advanced modern science because they weren't outlawed right and it's really a shame because the cannabis plant produces so many more chemicals mm -hmm. than your average other plant yeah, yeah, um yeah. and and potentially chemicals that interact with our bodies in this really great way right um so it's it's a it's just it's a shame that we haven't been able to study it but since we have started to get this this greater understanding of it um and you know research scientists are actually able to do um extensive studies we've found that the old way of thinking about it as a endorphin mm -hmm. um based high is completely wrong um endorphins are involved with your body's functioning um those are endo opioids mm. um so an opioid it, it's the same kind of comparison that we right. just made before now are we talking uh so when you obviously it was not illegal to study brain function when running right so you could you could 
Sure. You could study people running. You could study yeah. people running. You couldn't study people but, smoking pot. So yeah. Yeah. So to, to close that loop, um, we didn't discover this entire system in our body, the mm-hmm. endocannabinoid system, until we were able to study the plant. That's really cool. So so yeah. <laughs> blocking us from being able to study the plant blocked us from being able to study something that is the critical thing that regulates all homeostasis of the body. So all temperature regulation, all, you know, uh, appetite regulation, it's right. all involved in the endocannabinoid system. We didn't mm-hmm. even know about it. Right. That system is as, as important as your nervous system. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't even know about it because we weren't allowed to study cannabis. And as soon as we were, Raphael Mishulam uh, discovered the endocannabinoid system. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't. So I'd like to know um, what is your what is your background in uh, educationally or, or, you know, job related? How did you get into this field? Um. That's really weird. I, <laughs> uh, I was always a, like a reluctant athlete. Um, okay. My dad kind of was was you know he he played every sport and wanted me to be involved in every single sport. Yeah, yeah. So from the athletic side, it was a life of being shoved into sports and not really liking it. I you know, I en- I, I played football through uh, junior year of college and wow. at, at Union just D three. You know nothing. You know, yeah, too see. advanced, and yeah, you played at a higher level than high school, which a yeah. lot of people don't already. Anyway, yeah. um, yep, I was a running back, um, and I, uh, but but the entire time it was forced workout, mm-hmm. um, and I started running, trying to distance run, breaking through this like horrible conditioning that my body had from football of just like being able to run a hundred yards and, <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um. And getting into that, I started once I got to the higher mileages to be able to access this high mm-hmm. just naturally without any drugs or anything. And it was amazing, but I could only get it at like eight miles. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, this is post-college um, mm-hmm. after, you know, my the football career and maybe a few years after that. Mm-hmm. So. I kind of was aware of, of runner's high and I was able to access it and it became a focus of mine. But, um, for education, I went to union college in Schenectady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I studied mechanical engineering. Um, and love, love a good, love a good engineering education. You're an engineer as well, right? I'm an engineer. I studied physics and math primarily and didn't want to go in academia and kind of like shifted over to engineering to see like kind of what I loved and and now I'm in software engineering and okay. I love that that's kind of like where I that's where I landed but um I can appreciate and I actually wish I had uh a traditional mechanical engineering mm. background because there's mm-hmm. there's some foundational stuff that I'm kind of that I'm kind of missing I, yes. I'm more of a math guy and but I I'm an engineer of friendships and conversations. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and a good one at that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's really cool. So, so it sounds like uh, you, so you discovered this, you discovered running on your own as a, you know, as a source of um, yeah, happiness, you know, and, and yeah. uh, fulfillment 
And with a mechanical engineering background, you've got this like technical mind. So I, I can already tell like, you know, you you understand things at like a foundational level, which is, you know, challenging for a lot of people. Sure. So you kind of marry these two things. You love running. You notice that you can access this sort of like runner's high, mm -hmm. which to me always felt like a like a myth, you know, yeah. like people would say, oh, huh, runner's high. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it. Like you ran so long that that's just like your brain's like, this is how I live now. And like, you don't hate it anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is, there are some chemical interactions happening at right. the, at the neural level. Mm -hmm. Um, when you get to a certain point, what, what is it that, that makes that, that chemical interaction happen? How do you release that right. runner's high? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. So that's kind of the, primary goal of of my you know effort i don't you know i i expect that this business could be as big as you know something like red bull but yep. that's not i'm not after that right. my goal is to share this um this beautiful feeling yeah um that we as humans have an just intrinsic ability to access right that we've all kind of forgotten mm -hmm. right and so i want to share that with as many people as possible yeah yeah um because it's it i think it's mostly due to our modern lifestyle we don't run to you know get places anymore no, we no. don't run before we have breakfast because <laughs> we needed to hunt it down yep yeah you know um and i think that puts our bodies into a fundamentally unhealthy state specifically mentally yeah um, absolutely i find that when i run and when those endocannabinoids kick in um, whether it's THC induced or natural endocannabinoids, everything, all of the clutter in my head just focuses yeah. and everything lines up and it's, you know, um, there's something really interesting I've been looking at recently. Um, this book by, uh, an author, Annie Murphy, Paul, mm -hmm. um, it's called the extended mind. Um, and it's about interoception. So this thought that basically, your brain is not the center of all thought thought okay. exists with within the nervous system throughout the body right oh that's heady i love that yeah right? yes right? and and so it was so wild because everything that i'd been thinking about runner's high once we um one, once i was reading this book I, it just it just clicked. It was like she was explaining runner's high to me in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really more about the mental space than anything else. And it's basically we've science has also shown that we can, that THC can turn on um, the, the anandamide, which is the naturally produced endocannabinoid. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and it, so taking a little bit of THC, just a moderate dose can mm -hmm. actually trigger it. Okay. Right. So you it's guys like giving a little leg up. So you guys like, you smoke a fat doobie and then go for like a nine mile run. <laughs> Absolutely. And life is just good. Yeah. And and the thing is, and the thing is, way more people do this than you would possibly imagine. Um, really? Yeah. It's it's extremely common and there's just a whole lot of people in the closet. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, you know, another goal is to pull people out of that and free them from this stupid prohibition era set of ideologies that are you know fundamentally racist and yeah yeah you absolutely. know awful and just pull them out of that mindset and yeah i mean because there was an olympian that got disqualified this past olympics for i think and i, I don't i'll have to check i don't think yeah. it was shikari richardson 
Yeah, was it was it marijuana or was it something so else? It wasn't. So she wasn't using it to compete. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her mother or stepmother passed away, if okay. I'm not mistaken, um, and she was using it as a mental stress health reducer, stress reducer, yeah. etc. Um, which one can imagine is incredibly stressful. Trying to you know being at the Olympic or getting ready for the Olympics and then yeah. Um, you know, I think yeah. I'd need several <laughs> large doobies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doobie. um, but, you know, she, she tested positive and, and that, you know, it was, is a zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Uh, right. zero yeah. Tolerance I mean, it, that was it for her, out. which is, yeah. it's so fucked up. Yeah. That is messed up. <laughs> now that we should probably uh, stress runners high, not a smokable. Uh, we, you made the joke that we smoke a fat dube and hit the trail, but I did. Don't right. Well, and uh, and the thing is, yeah, and a lot of people do. Yeah, right. And that's fine. It's I don't just, like that. That it, hurts it my lungs. Does hurt right. your lungs? Yeah. It's you know, it's kind of yeah. Why do damage to, to pulmonary performance? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so it's actually a consumable. And, yeah. So the product that we're we're developing is is a uh, an edible form of product yes. or a, or a liquid. Yep, you know, gel, really, um, right? Yep, mm, yeah. uh, an energy gel is is one of the products that we're yeah. okay. we're working on. And you're you're kind of uh, you're testing out different forms of it. So I, I heard yeah. gel. I heard <clears throat> I to me I thought about um, like a what do you call a it? Pack. Yeah, you could do a, a pack, pack, little oil, or like a, mm-hmm. uh, even like, like an energy bar or something yeah. Yep. too. Yeah, there's there's a lot of form factors and a lot of you know different needs that different athletes have so you know as we expand i hope to produce something for everybody i have a family member who like within the last year mentioned to me that that they believe that weed is a gateway drug they they still they still use that that phrase that terminology i've got another term for that that's funny um, runner's high cannabis is a gateway drug to health and happiness. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really is though. Like I can vouch, (laughs) like, you know, if, if Matt had come up to me and been like, I got this idea to smoke weed and it's going to be as big as Red Bull, I would have been like, you're crazy, dude. But but Matt's actually, you know, obviously you're talking to him now. He's a very well-read, intelligent person who's, you know, like when we first started even talking about what you were working on with runner's high, I Mm. was, I was like, oh, he's actually doing the work on this like there's actual science behind this and i knew some of it mm-hmm. just out of personal interest because i like you know how I, i'm just curious and something floats my way and i go oh cool and yeah. I, yeah and then i read a ton about it but um when we first started talking about it i was just like oh this is way better than the alternative to me which is the guy who comes up and he's like weed's legal and it's good for you and like <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, Party that's on, not going to combat yeah. the other dialogue, man. It's yeah, all right. Yeah. 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 Like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, too. <laughs> you, you go have your good vibe. Yeah. But I'm just like, enjoy. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. you're using and you're enjoying it. Yeah. And that's totally, great. which, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think to Kevin's point, if you can come up with a, with, you know, not only science, but utility yeah. behind something like weed or really yeah. any, any, um, any substance, <laughs> if you can, cre- if you can create, uh, a new industry of utility and supplement mm-hmm. that is a language that people that maybe originally had some some issues or yeah. some some preconceived notions about it based on just historical dialogue right you can kind of 
convert people that otherwise wouldn't be converted because it's easy for the three of us to be like weed's cool and and (laughs) and and you know people have been people have had negative opinions on weed because of the things that we talked about racism classism Mm -hmm. and well and to go back to the olympic example you know like uh caffeine is actually a performance enhancer and it's recognized by the olympic committee or by the Olympic Committee as a performance enhancer. So you're only allowed to have certain levels of caffeine right? Uh, when you test. And, and, then, and you're only allowed to have it like up to a certain point yeah, before yeah, the competition, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and then same so, thing with any other drug, but tons of athletes supplement with performance enhancers. And we just right. we hear about it here and there, but like it in the communities where high-level athletics are yeah. being performed, it's very like you know, unspoken rule, everybody knows who's on what, Yeah. you know, yeah. but you just don't talk about it. And if they test positive, they test positive and then you can talk about it. Right. But right. like, I know so many athletes who are supplementing already with things that are way worse than cannabis because they want performance enhancers, yeah. you know, and then you have other people who are using, you can use <laughs> cannabis for other things, right? Sure. You can actually use it as a stress reducer, right? which we're learning high level athletes need more and more because they're being pushed harder and harder sure yeah yeah Yeah. and and there's also a difference between how you use it too um you know a lot of sprinters you're not going to get runners high i mean you can if you're sprinting all day you know but um a lot of the a lot of the work on it has shown that it's really actually uh 30 minutes or more at about a 70 percent heart rate okay is what will allow you to trigger it and i think you also have to be in the right mental space okay um and you know i think that's where i'm talking about society coming in and kind of screwing it up you you kind of led me to a question though so you were saying i think baseline like without supplement Mm -hmm. you can you can achieve a runner's high you said 30 minutes yeah at 70 percent heart rate can you so does does like something like cannabis bring that level down? What what are the requirements to get there with cannabis? Right. So taking the right dose of THC, and I've found that CBD often does not has almost the opposite effect personally. Okay. And I've had a few other people kind of you know report the same thing. I want to do some studies on that. Yeah. Um, you know, when I get a beta testing program rolled out, um, I think what it really boils down to is that um, that feeling is familiar to all of us, right? right? Mm -hmm. It's something that you feel when you dance. It's something that you feel when you listen to music because our endocannabinoid levels are naturally floating up and down, right? And so there's even some people in my life that I I really want to get tested because I think their endocannabinoid levels are like through the roof all the time. Kevin, yeah. <laughs> Kevin raises his hand. Over here, right? like, yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I was my, dancing in the kitchen this morning. You know, uh, so so to that point, you know, I, I think it's something that's familiar to us. Um, it's kind of more of a right-brained um, state of mind, and going into that state is something that's that's mentally healthy for all of us. So. Mm-hmm. The THC, when you feel it, it feels very familiar to that, and you're in a. Then you're already in a state of mind to allow the, um, right the uh, endor uh, <laughs> the endorphins, <laughs> not the endorphins, the endocannabinoids, the endocannabinoids yeah. to yeah, kick yeah. in. Well, and the one Ananamide. the one thing that I really like about supplementing from the times that we've done it and mm-hmm. gone out and sort of tested is that the the goal was achieved that we were able to 
take a smaller dose of THC to yeah. test, you know, your your theory and your your idea with runners high right. and stretch at the trailhead, right? And by the time we were about like five minutes in, runners yeah. high kicked in rather than thirty minutes at seventy exactly. percent heart rate. We we had given our our endocannabinoid system a little bit of a boost. Yeah. Cool. And we we said, hey, jump yeah. in sooner. And like actually the first time we ever did it, we we were probably only a mile in. Right. You know, right. and I just like it it hit and I just like focused and like yeah. all of a sudden I was in a mode and I I turned around <laughs> and I I like just trailed off on my own. Like was it was gone. Like, yeah, it was pretty wild because at that point Kevin was um was a good bit quicker than me. Mm. Um I think I was like ten pounds heavier. And, <laughs> and uh, he just takes and, off. And and well I could he, I could tell it wasn't kicking in for a little bit because mm -hmm. we were we were cruising along but he was just like chatty Kathy like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. And and all of a sudden he just went silent and went fast. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah. Yeah. No. And that's how and it I feels. turned around. And then I like, when Matt caught up to me, I go, so I stopped. But this is 30 minutes later. Yeah. 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 But this was, this was a <laughs> long, like a couple miles, probably a few miles, probably three miles yeah. later, I stopped and was like, Matt's not here. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, but this has been a really nice run. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Um, yeah. For for those of us who maybe don't have a lot of experience running or maybe mm. just accessing runners high, generally, what what are some of the what are some of the attributes or aspects of runners high that you get? I, I noticed you guys said focus. Um, yeah. Is there also like a a mood change or like what, mm -hmm. what kinds of, yeah, maybe start there. I, w I would say, uh, there's a level of like, um, it's pleasure. Like you're yeah. like it, it makes the run pleasurable. Mm -hmm. Like it makes it enjoyable. Um, joy is really, that's probably yeah. the best one. It's bliss. joy. Yeah. Bliss. So that's what it is. The, yeah. the yeah. name anandamide comes from the Sanskrit root ananda, which means bliss. Um, and they chose that when they discovered this molecule because they're like that. That's the bliss. There's molecule. no better description of this wow. thing. Yeah. Um, so in in the it's just so beautiful to me that we all have this ability to turn it on, and it really doesn't take that much. Yeah. Mm. It takes a certain state of mind, like to allow it to happen rather than force it to happen. Yeah. You know, and you know that's why I think you know I'm kind of the whole competitiveness thing with sports and the you know hard charging aggressiveness yeah. is something that's kind of antithetical to right. runner's high. And so mm -hmm. it's a, uh, it's a weird space to kind of be at the intersection of sports and cannabis, but also it's like a completely different way of thinking about sports. Right. It's, you yeah. know, it's about living in motion rather than. Yeah. Well, when, I, I was just going to make a comment about how we live in a culture now where like I have an, one of my best friends lives down the street, like mm -hmm. 10 houses. And if I'm going to rush, like actually just yesterday this happened, uh, I had a, I, I went to a wedding last night and realized three hours before the wedding that I don't have a white collared shirt to put underneath oh, my blazer. I don't know why. I don't know where the hell happened to it. Uh, so I call up my buddy Tyler and we're about the same size. I'm like, dude, I need, I need a real quick favor. You should have worn that hoodie. Nice. I, it's go. a nice like under the jacket. Oh, that would have 
fucking sick. Right? Just yeah. repped it. Like, who's that guy from Silicon Valley? At this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, so he let me borrow his uh, his collared shirt. Yeah. He, you know, he wears blazers. He wears suits all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was in a rush, and so I could have just jogged down to his house, picked it up, and jogged back. I got my fucking car and drove uh, yeah. point one miles right. <laughs> to pick this thing up and then drove back and we do That's that all so the time yeah. yeah yeah it's so easy well, and our our spaces aren't built for it you know mm-hmm. and as much as i love old cars and like 50s era just style and whatnot kind of firm it, it was the kind of love old cars yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> ask me about my bus um yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's uh we're our spaces weren't built for it and it's a shame yeah yeah well, hopefully we can change that. I mean, let's that, talk about the bus. Let's talk about the Waddells. <laughs> let's, I, actually, no. Here's here. Let me throw this down. Okay. Uh, you'll you'll really like this. You can pick this part of it. Uh, so Matt currently has a, a bus and a plane oh, outside of his that's house. Too many. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. I have questions. Yeah. You want to talk yeah, about? Me- talk. Yeah. Bus yeah, first, yeah. then plane. Yeah. Go hit, hit me. <laughs> uh, so the bus is interestingly, and this is all really weirdly ties into the business. Um, and it's dope. It's it's a dope bus. I it's wouldn't put bus. any bus outside of my house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's so dope that it's in really bad shape, and I'm willing to restore it. Yeah. Um, but it's the uh, so I was starting to say that it, it's tied into the equity crowdfunding and the business plan. Um, for runners high, um, that maybe we'll get into, maybe not, but I'll, I'll let you um, pick whether or not we get into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, but it's the Johnsburg school bus from, uh, North Creek, New York, uh, <laughs> town's better known as North Creek. Um, uh, it's next to Gore mountain. Okay. Um, this is the town that my family's from, uh, town over from, yeah. Like yeah. where, where Kevin's family's my from. more immediate family's from that town. Actually yeah. North Creek. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, you know, our families knew each other. Like yeah. Matt walked into my grandfather's house yesterday. He goes, you look like Bill. Who's his grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> like he saw a ghost. Yeah. yeah. Basically. Yeah. His, his eyes like and, went wide. He's like, yeah. I haven't seen that face in a long time. Holy <laughs> shit. Right? And I've never, had someone look at me like I was a ghost. So yeah, <laughs> that was an experience. Yeah, it dude. was, it was interesting. Wow. Um, but it, it <laughs> specifically too, for me, cause I don't, I didn't know that I looked that much like him. Um, and there I aren't that many people around that, you know, yeah, that would have that, that, uh, reaction to me. But, um, and Bill's your grandfather, was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he knew my grandfather. So was it, was it this grandfather that had the general store or the, the store no, in, in Minerva? His, his dad owned the, So they had Sullivan's store right. in Olmstedville. Right. Okay. It was his dad. And then my uncle Norman ran right. it for a little bit. And they kind of like, they all kind of like had it in the family right. still. And then the Kellys took it over. Yeah. So, but, but it's still called Sullivan's store when you drive through Olmstedville. So right. Right. my family still has that namesake and then if you yeah. go into the Olmsedville historical museum it's just like solvent 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 <laughs> you know yeah. uh, the small towns <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's already sounds like a small town conversation <laughs> yeah but, but, but like then your family but so the yeah the point i was going to make was that like my family had the general store the feed store down by the railroad tracks in north creek the one town over so it's kind of weird that kevin and i 
like met not knowing this and became friends we had no idea no clue yeah um and then not it, only that i bumped into an o'keefe who like yeah and then you're like yeah i used to date her sister like very, we, were, we were having small town moments back it was weird back and forth yeah, between nice. the two of us it's really we weren't funny. in that town yeah you know? like um, we're driving and i you know like you're by moxon mountain and then we run into my cousin and he's like oh yeah the waddell property and he knew the property lines for your family <laughs> yeah. like he was like it's like yeah, yeah they got it goes all the way back to moxon mountain up to the river and like what? <laughs> right. yeah yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's a whole it's other small. culture up there yeah. man <laughs> wow. it's kind of cool though because people are connected to the to the land and oh, here we are nice. we're like kind of reconnecting with our roots and getting up there yeah. and like some people think we're like out of towners <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but i i also thought it was really weird the 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 whole um ghost perception oh, yeah. thing just simply because <laughs> my grandfather passed when i was two years old yeah so i didn't i don't i haven't seen tons of pictures of him okay. i don't you know really know what he looked like and so for someone to just be like bill <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right no introduction no like oh he's he's a waddell like he yeah. just walked in the like his whole like yeah. face goes wide is that you, Bill? <laughs> like it, it wasn't yeah, quite like, like that, but it was terrible. Yeah, been, no, yeah. it was definitely a really funny moment because he was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I know yeah. that face. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome, man. Anyway. Um, actually, you should tell tell Matt because I can't do it justice. You told me an awesome story when we were having dinner last night in North Creek right, about right. a townie kind of like misjudging yeah. you. <laughs> Because <laughs> we haven't lived up there in a what long time, and I went back parts. up there, and right. you know what's funny? The style is still the same. You know, like yeah. there was like the there was the one bartender who had like the big chunky sweater on with a tank top and like just jeans, and then my cousin's there, and he's got his hair tied back, and you know, like a zip down sweater sweater on, and like it just that's what we've dressed like since like we were ski kids. Town. Yeah, 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 ski town stuff, mm, okay. and. And we come back in and we look different and like you were sitting at the bar, I guess, one time, right? And someone Well it wasn't it wasn't even that. It wasn't even that. Like I think I probably did look like everybody or maybe pretty dirty yeah um (laughs) to to be honest i (laughs) i was up there um i had uh so my great-grandparents built a log cabin on the property over there um and it was filled with all kinds of junk and stuff from when we had sold our store um i went up and cleaned it out and like you know did a few repairs and just tried to you know make it usable again and then it was more like camping in a tent inside you know it wasn't very warm (laughs) at all (laughs) snow would come through the walls um that kind of little cabin you know yeah um just a roof over your head right um barely but so i was living in that thing and like you know waking up and going skiing and coming back and like not showering and but i'd go to the bar um in north creek and some i think i was talking to somebody and a guy down the bar overheard me um and i think i said they had asked i i think i sounded like i knew the area okay and the person asked me if i was a local and i was like well sort of like pretty much i think i said something like a little bit more confident like pretty (laughs) much yeah um and this guy down the bar who's overhearing it and he's he's kind of sloshed he goes we i don't recognize you you know like yeah. you're not from here 
And, <laughs> and I'm like, I, you know, I was starting to feel awkward and like, I don't want to get in a fight with this wasted dude over here. Sure. Um, like, <laughs> because everyone's yeah. going to hear about it by noon tomorrow. anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, like either way, <laughs> I was just, you know, I want to have my drink and go home and, you know, get ready to ski Sleep again in your cabin and yeah. <laughs> freeze my ass off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't want to do that bleeding. Um, but uh, he he's really like getting in my face and, and, he, and he goes, you don't, you're not a local unless you got a street name with, or uh, yeah, a, sorry, a street sign with your name on it, with your last name on it, I think. So okay. Yeah. He said, you're not a local unless you've got a street sign with your last name on That's it. That's a specific like hand of cards <laughs> he just played. Very, very specific. So specific. Like he was trying to flex super hard on right. that. <laughs> and and I'm like, okay. And he goes, What's your last name? And I go, Waddell. And he's like, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he like puts out his hand to shake. <laughs> Oh, well, because he doesn't know, but like there's Waddell Street and then there's like, there's, I don't know, like if it's less Waddell than Street, a football yeah. field down the road is the store that just says Waddell. It like the in, biggest like, letters. They're probably letters. Like, six feet tall each. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest sign in town says Waddell. And he's just like, you ain't like, from not here. Local. You, yeah. <laughs> Unless like, you got actually, your last name on a sign. It's yeah. like, you see the, the big sign? <laughs> That's my name. It's so weird. Like, That's so good. Like, it was like forced into flexing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do this, but see that? Look at that sign. <laughs> Little did he uh, know. Like, Well, you know, it's, he probably, then he's like remembering his family being like, yeah, you know, the Waddells really helped us out with that grain and feed store. We were going through some tough times. <laughs> tough times. <laughs> They yeah, got, they, they got had that, that cone, they had clean, that cone coal. clean coal. Uh, <laughs> what is what it, that? I don't know. That's what it says on the side of the building. Cone cleaned coal. Cone cleaned. If you coal. were going to have I'm three up, words man. to advertise, <laughs> two words to advertise coal. Is that it? Cone cleaned. I don't. Know. I have no idea what it is. I I I don't know. <laughs> that's that's I, some legacy well, shit right when there. When we first started this podcast, I I used to do like a post segment where I would do lookups yeah. and like come in and be like, you know, future mad here, and I would like, you know, oh yeah, I'm, I don't want. It's just too much work now, so I just do it live on the podcast. <laughs> You're not gonna look this up. I'm gonna He's do it. Right You're now. doing it now. Oh, well, right, yeah. yeah. We were debating it. We were like, we were like, was that the first version of clean coal? Like, yeah, I don't know. Early propaganda. Is it related to nat clean coal? <laughs> Is it clean or know. cleaned? Like clean nat clean coal? Yeah, nat clean coal. That's a stretch. Buddy. The famous singer. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, smooth voice. <laughs> coal cleaning. <clears throat> coal cleaning. What do you do with coal get your cleaning? coal cleaned? Uh, <laughs> coal cleaning is an option for removing mur uh, mercury from the coal. Oh, well, that's important. That's important. How do cones do that? I don't know. I like no dog idea. cones? Cone? There must have been a special kind of cone. I don't know. They were cone cleaning. Oh. Chance cone feeding coal. West Virginia history on view. Whoa. In this cone-shaped vessel, a mixture of sand and water is kept at a controlled gravity. Uh, oh, and it separates the clean coal shit. from right. the refuse or refuse. Refuse, yeah. Wow. Refuse. There you go. Engineers through and through in your family. Yeah, really. Real, real deep. Uh, I don't know that we seated. did the coal cleaning. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> but it we was just sold it. <laughs> no one was getting mercury poison thanks yeah, to the windows. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were early proponents of not dying Mental of health. mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's cool. All right. All right. Yeah. I like that it's a healthy Now that's thing. dope. Well, and then 
I mean, I one mean thi- relatively. Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that's really cool is so now you've got the Johnsburg bus in your. Yeah. Yeah. So we yeah we went way off tangent in with your the house. Bus. That's fine. You got the bus. You <laughs> I got do want to know about the bus. Yeah. So it's a 1957. The, yeah, it's going to be the runner's high track and field cannabis. Oh, I love it. So essentially like a schoolie um, to drive around, hopefully the country, maybe, you know, further if it'll make it. Yeah. You know, a, a, maybe like a federal legalization tour um, when we finally get it. That tour, would be. Tour around the country, sharing the product um, and sharing you know, high runs with people. Mm-hmm. So show yeah. up at a trailhead and hey, everybody, let's go. And, nice. You know, running seminars and stuff like that mm. to introduce people to it. Um, but it's a 1957 International Harvester school bus. Right. Um, and maybe, uh, I don't know if you guys post pictures and things from. Oh, yeah. I could probably find a. Send us well, one. We'll throw it there's up also on the, the There's story. also the Instagram account. It's Runners High Canna Bus. Yeah. Uh, it's up there. Change the eye. Yeah, and he's so getting it ready. Out, but it's, yeah. Um, I haven't done too much work on it lately, but there's more to come. Yeah. It's going to be a big project. Now tell him about the plane. That, <laughs> that was like, so I went over to Matt's cabin for the mm-hmm. first time ever. Matt lives in, he actually lives in a really nice cabin. Um, Dope. Not far from where I do judo, yeah. actually. And I, I went over there for the first time and like, I was like, that that's a cool bus. And then yeah. you had to grab something out of this like tent area, mm-hmm. like this big storage tarp tent. <laughs> An awful next to upstate his, New York. Yeah, next to his uh, redneck tarp tent. Cabin, nice. yeah. Yes. And, and not, I, not a proud thing, but yeah, I popped my one. head and I'm, you know how I am. I'm just like, whoa, what is you gonna fly you got a single engine you just what are you what's going on (laughs) i think he was particularly confused because the wings weren't on it so it looks like a like a real stubby airplane nice yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, where did that come from it's a little two-seater um there's actually two of them um two planes yeah uh so a good friend really good friend of mine um was my roommate on my term abroad in prague uh during college um Ended up getting uh, kind of settling down in Australia. Um, got you know, found found his girl. Mm. Um, she was a, a Dutch or a German Australian um, dual citizen, and uh, and he said that they had so rewind. Um, he and his dad had bought these planes as a father son project. Um, so they're sitting in in the barn for years and years. Um, and, uh, they were going to restore them or use one to, you know, build mm. the other one out and use that one. Um, parts plane. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. One's for ours. <laughs> one's for, one's for flying. The, gotcha. the, the upstate New York one's will be c- familiar with a parts car. Yep. Parts so, car. Uh, yeah. yeah. Always right. keep the parts car nearby. <laughs> Is that why there are just um, like cars like sitting out on lawns yes. all over the place? Yes. Is, yes. Parts the parts car? Car? It's a parts car, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was or, wondering. Or, or, need a new spark or plug? My friend parts Robert uh, would, would call it a lawn ornament. That's for sure a lawn ornament. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a particularly nice turn of phrase. Also a form of flexing. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I got a bus. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Matt's flexing hard on everybody. He's yeah, got a bus well. and he's got a big Waddell store sign and a plane. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> 
right ne- right next to your uh, you know Trump take America these, back sign. These were inherited. No. You're not. You didn't buy them to fly. Yeah. No. But so so the planes. It, it was just a funny thing. Um, Ryan was back visiting from Australia, mm-hmm. um, and I was out in Connecticut hanging out with him. Um, he uh, grew up on a dairy farm out there. Um, so the planes were in one of his dad's partner's barns, mm-hmm. I think. And his dad comes in and he's like, Ryan, before you go, we got to figure out that plane situation. And it's a weird sentence to say. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and Ryan's like, oh, shit. Right. Because basically his dad was fed up with having to, you know, move around pay the plane. for space that, you know, right. you know, it, it's a it's an operation. You can't yeah. just, you know, that that space was necessary for tractors or something. Um, and so so Maddie, he turns to me and he goes, Maddie, you you want a couple planes? <laughs> so a sentence you don't yeah you don't hear so, yeah, that I, so I grabbed the trailer and picked him up and um, I've uh, I've done a little bit of uh, training. Um, it's part of the glider club in Saratoga for a while. Oh, I see. Uh, I see those gliders flying around. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not you know don't have a license yet. Yeah. Um, and those are a project for you know a few years down the road. But yeah. Um, there's there's no oh they're man, undercover there's, there's some there's some fucking high puns here there's some the the eventual goal <laughs> is that i will be driving the can of bus and matt will will land on it oh and god we will no do a controlled stop <laughs> with the two of them at a at a running event and people just go wow cool. yeah i'm buying that what i don't know whatever they're selling <laughs> whatever but we're buying happened. it <laughs> yeah. but, but you know what it's gonna look like it's gonna look like like the coolest Red Bull commercial, but like so redneck. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh for sure, yeah. Yeah, there's no <laughs> there's no Silicon Valley here. No, you know? not at all. No, it's a Garnet Valley. That's what we got. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> you know, it's it's funny. I've I I think I showed you a little bit of it, Kevin, but I came across um, this old eight millimeter footage that my grandfather took. <laughs> Speaking of him, yep. Um, and there's some wild shit. They were, um, I guess he was at the Rutland State Fair. It's like the main state fair for Vermont for the whole year. Mm. Big event back in the day. Oh, yeah. And they Huge. had like a, a uh, daredevil show with old cars. But this is 50, I think it said 52 or 58. So what's an old car in 58? Right. It's like a 33 like Ford model sedan. like I it's <laughs> yeah. it's a hard people can't even picture this nowadays you yeah. know unless you know the car but like big heavy things without seat belts and these yeah. guys are jumping over buses with cars and crashing them into other cars and then getting out and running around and limping a little bit and Jesus it's like Christ <laughs> and everybody in the stands is just like yeah and they're getting their Sunday best off. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> they're like, hooray, industry has brought us this far. <laughs> <laughs> that was the, that was their version of like the monster truck show. Yeah. Back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> yeah. But he's it, didn't you you just found footage of them in like their Sunday best. Like yeah. 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 Like, real dressed up. Yep. And there was also a lot of footage of I it must have been Lake George or maybe a smaller lake around the Adirondacks of these tiny little boats with huge engines 
like little tiny wooden boats going just obscenely fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's panels flying off as they're taken yeah. off. You know, yeah, we th- I guess we my think grandparents were lame, but no, you know, <laughs> no, it was like it, pretty hardcore. it made me jealous. Yeah, like he had the coolest camera. Yep. And he was out. He like, had a camera engaging in <laughs> like the in coolest, a, like fun, yeah, shit. In and an it, age when no one had cameras, he had right. a camera. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're like, did you hear about Bill's motion pictures? <laughs> <laughs> Bill, is that you? <laughs> so funny, man. Oh my god. What's in our mugs today? Uh, I will tell you what. There are there. multiple there mugs. There are multiple things in our mugs today. Uh, is there any more of this? Yes. Any have, of those? Yeah, the rest of that. Yeah? yeah. Um, so we got two things. I'm feeling jittery, but I'm just I went mad. double touchy this week. Double touchy. Yeah, because we love Matt Loicono. Um, but really, I walked into uh Superior merch to get this bag of Hamasho, which is I think I've I've said it enough times that it's a, it it might be my favorite coffee of the entire year. The Ethiopian Hamasho that Matt Loicono roasted. Uh the tasting notes I believe are violet grape candy and funkadelic. Yeah? That is correct. That's my coffee. Three of three. That's my coffee, man. Ooh. Yeah, his, they, his yeah, their tasting note is always like a wild like card. a thing, yeah. Like, okay. like late nights or like, beach party or Oh, yeah, yeah. I like that. You yeah. know, that's kind of like um black crow's skis on the underfoot on the side of the ski it always has some either french saying Mm -hmm. in english or just a french sentence yeah um and it's always weird shit like that oh cool yeah yeah Yeah. no i like that yeah Yeah. so they're branding like they throw that as their third tasting note because it's good to have three but also like yeah yeah and i love i was talking about this i think the last time we did the podcast I, i love fake grape flavor yeah, like I yeah, 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 yeah. Always not, have. It's not like a green grape or a, no. or a red grape. No. It's like grape, it's like grape, grape drink. Yeah, yeah, grape drink. Yeah. yeah, which I had a lot as a poor kid, you know, uh-huh. growing up. Um, and I've, yeah, no, I just, I love it. It's a natural heirloom. It, it's, yeah, coffee of the year for me. Heirloom is specific, really, to uh, as far as I've seen, um, Ethiopian coffees, or at least that region yes. of Africa where. It's kind of uh, it's kind of an undiscovered or uncategorized coffee variety. Yes, and it's heirloom to that area. It's like unique to that area, and I th- that's me almost asking. Right? Is, am I right with that? No, you're correct. Okay. Okay. Yeah, everything that you said is correct. Nice. As far as I know. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Brazil. Uh, uh, Brazil. Brazil. We have Brazil. Uh, the Marcelo Assis canned coffee from touchy uh which is a natural paraiso and the tasting notes are blackberry coconut sugar and sunshine and it's snap chilled at elemental it's got the funk uh it's got the yeah you know what's funny is like coconut sugar canned coffee for me is just like the more i have them the less it's my thing like Mm. i realize that i I make coffee the way that I like it, and it's very hard to have someone make my coffee yeah. the way I like it already. So anywhere that I go, I'm not expecting the best coffee. Like I'm not can. expecting right. people to mess it up, but I'm not like I'm already like all right. I'm biased to how yeah. I prepare it. Now. This is a this is a like a, a highway 
yeah like necess- necessity yeah it's like I'm, and, I'm on a road trip and i just need coffee and i know it's going to be bad but yeah well and <laughs> yeah well yeah. like that's the way i perceive of canned coffee most, most of coffee. the time well right? this and is then but this is higher good. end canned coffee no and i'm it's not good. i'm saying this is surprising in that yeah. way oh yeah no it's actually good um yeah. i think i've told everybody who does canned coffee at this point like if you do canned coffee it's probably going to be my least favorite coffee that you do mm. but my ex- yeah my experience good. with elemental um with elemental coffees so elemental is the company that snap chills and and, and snap packages specifically yeah, yeah i think snap chilled coffee for me there's something about it that um because snap chilled coffee is brewed hot first and then immediately brought mm-hmm. down to to cold um you are you are capturing yeah, you're capturing flavors that you wouldn't otherwise get if you just brewed cold, like in cold brew. Gotcha. There are other sugars and molecules that are actually being uh, extracted from the coffee that you can they're, only get yeah. hot, right? Yeah, right, they're right, respecting right. the activating agent of heat. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and mm. for me, I, I think that's really great, but there's something about that process where because it's cold, but I'm perceiving notes from a hot coffee, mm. um, it's almost like it, it accentuates like f- some funkiness. It accentuates some like really, um, really tart, really acidic flavors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this like, is like lemon citrus almost. In This is analogous in cannabis um, preparation to preserving terpene profiles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do a lot of extractions, you're using some sort of solvent or CO2 base that's pulling um, individual molecules off of the plant material and you're getting this isolate of thc okay right or an isolate of cbd or whatever it is and that doesn't have a lot of the other components of the plant Mm -hmm. in it you're just sacrificing those for the thc so you know creating a product that involves a lot of the other cannabinoids and a lot of the other components there is you know bringing in terpenes terpenes are a um they're they're basically the thing that gives all plants their smell and taste. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys have talked about it a little bit. On I'm know, actually with, unfamiliar with terpenes. Terpenes really? are yeah. a natural uh, product of all plants. Mm-hmm. Um, they give that, like Matt said, they give them their smell and taste. Oftentimes, the smell and taste reflect a natural function of the plant either reproductive so pollination right they 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 smell a certain way so that and this has happened it's evolutionary so that certain insects or creatures will come by and like be all over them and then pollinate they'll spread the pollen out or they're defensive they ward off right um, pests right so a lot of chirpians like uh lapaluol i believe is the one that smells a little bit like lavender and it's actually Mm. a natural uh mosquito deterrent yeah. The the other thing that's like a really cool. really yeah. cool about terpenes that you and I'm I'm sorry to interrupt the no, you're coffee good. discussion. No, 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 not no, at no. All. That was a great <laughs> segue. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the other thing that's really cool about terpenes is that they act on the autonomic nervous system. Okay. Yeah. So um and I, I was able to do this really cool little like anecdotal test um mm-hmm. with my sister's baby actually. But um, I didn't give her weed. <laughs> give him weed. I give him weed. weed. <laughs> I didn't give her weed. Baby's <laughs> weed. Um, no. Support legal so. cannabis. We want to get babies weed. <laughs> 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 
That's the message have to this cut week. This. No. Oh no, that's staying. No. That's staying for sure. No, we did not give my ba- my sister's baby weed. Okay, what did you give your sister's baby? We or- didn't even really give her anything. Okay, um, so because a baby can't communicate, she can't understand yet that we're sa- we're talking about you know the autonomic response of a terpene, and by autonomic response, I mean they have different effects on the body. Um, the lavender uh, smelling one that mm-hmm. Kevin mentioned actually has an effect of calming you down, That's yeah. right. slowing your heart rate and, and some other just nervous system automatic responses. And all you have to do is smell it. Right. And pinene um, and its different variants. <sighs> My favorite. It gives you this, you, the, the autonomic response is that you open your chest and take a big, deep breath. Yep. Right. And it's the because it's the smell of like walking into the forest. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right? That pine yeah. Kind of picture that smell. feeling. We yeah. actually we had a moment kind of like that yesterday because we were yeah. walking through that field and there's all that natural thyme that grows right. there. And oh I my went, God, it's beautiful. And I was like, what is that? And we were like, <laughs> yeah. It's time. It's all over the place. And, and you just started and, yeah. pointing at it. And sure enough, there's that's just cool. natural and that's, thyme and, on this and, and that in itself is proof enough that I'm a local because yeah. I grew up running around there. And now you like, you know, Anybody who cooks for me will tell you that, like, if, if there isn't time. time in it, I don't like. Oh, Matt's like, this I don't think it's me good Think enough. of summer and it, the yeah, beavers on the I property, love time. and yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, but dude, pineans like. Uh, so yeah, it's so amazing. So I had these terpene uh, extract samples mm-hmm. because I'm working on basically flavoring runners high mm-hmm. with terpenes yep. to give it a more natural kind of effect and and to utilize that effect yeah um but we decided we'll, we'll just put a little bit just not even just put the vial under the baby's nose mm-hmm. and as soon as we put the pinene under her nose she took this huge breath and it, it was just the coolest just thing to watch breath yeah yeah and that's a natural thing that's been conditioned into us yeah. you know as humans wow. it's really right. cool yeah pinene actually pinene and beta limonene are my two favorites and yeah. they are concentrated in the strain of cannabis that is known as J1, which is a combination of skunk number one and Jack Harar, and I know way too much about it. goes Kevin. Wow. Yeah. Pulling out out all the knowledge. It was my favorite thing that I grew back when I was in California. Like, I would step into the room that had J1, and it smelled like lemon and pepper and pine, and I was just like... (laughs) These are my girls. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yes. powerful. I feeling. love you. Yeah. Oh, so potent, man. Yeah, and like it would wait. I would wake up and walk into that room after I'd done like my squats and push-ups for the day. I would go like, oh. like yeah. this is the there's, best. There's a real movement right now in the cannabis industry for like pulling terpenes back in, um, and and like not, not overlooking the them. value of them. Yeah, right. Oh, because yeah. what? So people are isolating them and using them as flavors for uh, distillates. So for like concentrated THC, which doesn't normally taste good. Right. Um, Right. And then for some people, even like wax and stuff that might even be used for like dab rigs and stuff like that. I mean, now we're getting really into like the weed culture, but like heavy duty um, stuff. Yeah. People are are then no joke. (laughs) There are companies that have been founded around just getting the terpenes so that you can then take whatever's not going to taste that good and add, Add terpenes to it yeah. so that someone can enjoy it a little more or you can just or you can just use them as cologne yeah like oh, you can just yeah. buy some terpene like, i'd wear some kind of stuff yeah i mean that's the same thing it as like the essential oils that people put in right. their like humidifiers and stuff you know 
Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah. you can support the <clears throat> cannabis industry and probably pay a little bit more while doing. It. Yeah, I don't know. Essential oils probably cost a lot. Too. Look, if you want your house to smell like good weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's just what, gross? Up. Yeah, right. What's our jam this week? What, what what are we jamming on? What kind of music you guys got? Oh, okay, I'll go first. <clears throat> um, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I, so I've been diving. You usually, pull out your phone at this part. No, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm heavy into music right now because nice. I'm. Uh, Going through going through a lot of like life changes and a lot of stress in my life right now, so I've I've been trying to listen to music that just makes me feel good. Yeah, because fall is a great time. Like I love you sad know, boy. I love sad boy music. Like I, I'm a big like <laughs> Bon Iver, you know, yeah, Novo yeah. Amor, uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Like that's my shit. But it's depressing, and when I'm like anxious, I don't want to listen to depressing music. Because, sure, yeah. So I've been listening to the like j cole's entire discography basically from born center on and i just finished um for your eyes only mm-hmm. which is a phenomenal uh phenomenal record that's the one after forest hills drive right that's right yeah, yeah, yeah it goes yeah. you go born center forest hills drive uh for your eyes only yeah and it's just good, good vibes he's, he's awesome yeah j cole's great i gotta check it out he he is a poet laureate for, for sure. sure yeah oh, like yeah. like unofficial but i'd call him that you guys you yeah. guys both i know kevin uh like when you listen to music i think there's two different types of people some people who <laughs> really pay attention to the instrumentals and some people who really pay attention to the lyrics to the point where like mm. you know i personally am distracted by the lyrics yeah um i'm an instrument you're talking that. to two people yeah. I, i'd say we we have both moods both of us yeah. because we were in bands like yeah. we we have mm. like you're you definitely have bands that you're like the lyrics oh, you know and then you have sure. bands that you're like the instruments right for yeah. sure. and i'm the same yeah yeah but i yeah. think naturally i i tend towards uh the the musicianship the, the com- composition mm. um and me, less the, the lyrics for me it's more about my mood like there okay. are times where i'm like i can't have any words yeah and then there are times where I'm like, beats, dude yeah well yeah no i have no words yeah. Yeah, and I guess I guess I'm I'm like that as well. You got a lot of jazz. You're a jazz and blues guy, and uh, f- yeah, you got some funk. funk. Okay, Ooh, yeah. yeah, I could get and down like, some funk. Yeah, yeah, I I'm all over the. What have you been jamming lately? Well, <laughs> so I mean, I guess it's not weird. Um, it's not. There's nothing but, weird. You're amongst no, friends no, no, with no, no. I'm not even saying that. It's just I was gonna call it weird, but I don't. I don't know. It's a lot of people probably would. Um, but I heard this um, retrospective on uh, what's that podcast? Uh, the, Daily. the Daily. Yeah. The, the Daily, Daily Times. from New York Times. Yeah, uh, New York the, Times their the Daily. Sunday Read edition. Mm, which um, is great. I've been really liking it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't caught them all, but like they're great. They're some of the best stories. Yeah. I'll yeah. put yeah, that on my they, list. They select out some of the best ones, and then somebody either reads it or the author reads it. I think this one was author read, um, but it was a retrospective about the artist Laurie Anderson. Okay, um, and it was really interesting, and you know, not a space that I pay a ton of attention to, but it was, you know, I think um, it was it was a really interesting retrospective on her and. I started listening to some of her stuff. Uh, she kind of like almost accidentally fell into making music. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And <laughs> and put out an, a record in 82 called Big Science. Okay. Um, yeah. And there's some like kind of 
she's got this funky like monotone speaking over the top of kind of a techno-ish okay. kind of thing it's going on. It's spoken word poetry. Yeah. And then arranged music. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. I can and, dig it. And it was, yeah. yeah, it was, it's excellent. I like the whole album. So it's very, that's um, been kind of circling through my playlist. Mm. There's a, there's a modern group that is reminiscent of Laurie Anderson stuff called Tank and the Bangas. Okay. And they're like, it's spoken word poetry and it's just like some of the best stuff. She's so good. Yeah. Um, I'll send some of your way because cool. you, you dig on it. I have been jamming the original Tunes Day. Kartan Loritsen. That is the original has, Tuesday. Has brought out a new album and it is amazing. It's very like <laughs> This is like, Norwegian, right? Yeah, Norwegian. Oh, Norwegian hip hop. Yeah. Showed I showed you yesterday. Last night. He's okay. so much fun. Yeah, very He's fun. amazing. And like <laughs> like there's dude the, the intro is just called intro, but it's like uh it's a, a symphonic overture. And then it goes immediately into the first beat of the album, which is like funk and classical combined in a very like Tyler, the creator way. Uh And then he's just like the best way I can describe him. He's, he's like, he's like Beck. Like he'll hit a genre and just do whatever with it. And like, he's got his own, like he imparts himself upon a genre for a song and then moves on to the next song. Yeah. You know, and then like, yeah, yeah. whatever mood he was that. in that day, that's what he's doing. And so there's like, there's a very like 1980s, like early grunge sounding song. Yep. And then there's like a bunch of like kind of modern hip hop sounding songs. And then there's like his pop jams, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> specifically the one that made me find the album because I was like, he's got a single. And then I looked him <laughs> up. Uh, was this song called Tada? Okay, <laughs> and it, the whole thing like it's a bunch of metaphors for magic and like you know it's a classic like rap flexing song, but he's silly. Yeah. So yeah. there's like a lot of really silly stuff going on. The bridge of the song, he's just saying abracadabra, hocus pocus, Wingardium Leviosa, and it's just like <laughs> like yes. Now is it, it, it that bridge? Is he saying that shit in Norwegian or is he saying no 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 he, no? he in, says abracadabra, hocus pocus, and then he goes sim sala bim bada bing bada boom. Like it's just <laughs> like he's all over the place. It's, it's awesome very one. silly. It's, yeah, it's a really silly song. He's fun, but I, yeah, that but that it's, brings it's me well joy. done. Yeah. I was dancing in the kitchen making coffee this morning. Too again, bad. again, we need to test him. Yeah, for the endocannabinoids. <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah. I wake well, up and my system just goes. Dance. <laughs> can, can I can I tell you guys a story? Yeah. Um. So my my little sister, like I I didn't touch cannabis until I was like thirty. Um. Mm-hmm. But my maybe a little bit here and there in high school, yeah. college, but not really never got into it but my little sister was a stoner in high school mm-hmm. and she, like and, and not, not to say that in a negative way i love stoners yeah. um but she <laughs> she and her friends had this thing where if they were over at my my parents house um they would get as high as they could around my mom mm-hmm. just to see when she would possibly ever notice and she wow. never did and they wow. just kind of played that game and <laughs> my mom is definitely a candidate for like high on her own yeah cannabinoids all yeah. the time yeah that's really funny <laughs> i i always wondered you know did did my parents pretend like they didn't notice do you yeah. know what i mean or did they just really not notice yeah i don't know, know. My, my parents <laughs> definitely didn't and i don't know how they didn't because like there there were definitely a couple times where it was the classic like i came home a little high yeah. and like they were like talkative right, and yeah. i did not want to be yeah <laughs> like yeah. so well, was like, i'm i'm cool guys i'm just gonna go downstairs and they're like oh how was your day and i'm like good, it's good. <laughs> yeah. well i also know i know that my mom didn't know 
because she told me oh because really? like i'm one of these people who i think is lucky enough to have parents that will not smoke necessarily but consume mm-hmm. edibles with oh them. yeah you yeah, know yeah. i think that's i think if, if you're if you can get high with your parents and have a good time like you're 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 doing all right yeah I've, I've got something to add to that <laughs> uh one of the first times i smoked weed probably it was actually probably the second time i smoked weed uh i went and saw paul simon with my mom yeah and we smoked weed together yeah Whoa. i went and saw paul simon and yeah, that's yeah, awesome yeah. and it was great yeah <laughs> and <laughs> and then just sat on the lawn at spac and i was like just having yeah. a great day as a teenager yeah it was awesome yeah i did this great road trip um with my mom to pick up uh the my my puppy um, uh-huh. she's two now um and we uh i i just remember we were at like an airbnb that had a like a hotel like a not a hotel but like a apartment chain oh, okay, pool yeah. outside and we were like sitting next to the pool high out of our minds giggling like with that's our, awesome. with our feet in the water <laughs> like <laughs> that's awesome we're so happy we're gonna get a puppy yeah and like yeah but i'm sitting there with my mom giggling like little kids you know that's like, awesome it's such a sweet moment you know that's wholesome, it is. man it's, yeah it's really wholesome. people always like they think of like they think of like stoners being like losers who don't oh. do anything and are in like a basement on a couch somewhere like podcasting. But meanwhile, meanwhile, it's a guy yeah. and his mom going to get a puppy yeah. and just yeah. sitting Having there splashing time. water with their feet, enjoying yeah. life, you know? Right. How, how can you hurt? Like, how can you come down on someone for that? Yeah. It is such a silly, um, almost, wow. Oh, it's, it's, it's it's this sort of expressive like vulnerability um yeah. because there are these like classic roles that parents usually play as you right. know the the mature one and they they've got to tell you how to live you know they, they got to teach you and set a good example and there's a certain point in your life though where you're kind of a, you're equals you know you're adults both adults and yeah you can Neural break plasticity down. has set in and you're now on equal mental and emotional plans exactly and you could just yeah (laughs) i think there's something so special there though to break down some of those barriers and just be like people together oh big time yeah you start living as people rather than as like you know old elder and younger yeah Yeah. exactly that's pretty cool and and we evolved next to the plant like it's been with us for thousands of years yeah so (laughs) you know why not in court we just part it, of your family too we are living through a very strange period of prohibition that hasn't existed yeah before and we've been in it and hopefully like, won't <laughs> exist again but it's yeah. it's you know t- slowly being, being repealed simulation well <laughs> well the, the, it does give me hope though that um you see a stark difference of this like grasping at straws for power of mm. like older generations yeah and the younger generation coming in and being like, this is bullshit, this is bullshit, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when all those other people die, <laughs> we're gonna or, get rid of that bullshit. Lose, yeah, or yeah, lose yeah. power, hopefully yeah. we can handle some of and, that bullshit. And and yeah. being upfront and honest with ourselves about that is yeah. something that gives us power. Yes. Right? Agreed. Yeah, it, it, it gives us opportunity to do great things with the plant. It gives us opportunity yeah. to teach people about a way to access a state of mind that will make them better to other people. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm more appreciative. I'm more content. I'm more happy with people around me. I'm kinder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More empathetic when I get to go exercise and get my endocannabinoids flowing. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, and that's like the type of self-awareness that on a societal scale we only need. creates a better future because right. it's self-awareness is you know and then you actualize together as a society yep. because you're on the same plane. Amen to that. Amen to that. Hey, where can people find you, Matt? Uh, and the weed hike, robot cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I want to just say a little bit about the We Funder campaign. For yeah, let's Trello. do that. Please, let's yeah. do that real quick because um, it's actually really cool. We didn't touch on it a lot because yeah. you're not like the owner of the company, the founder. Right. You work with them, but Trella, it Trella was the first thing that you shared with me where I was like, that's smart. Like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So so the um, founder and CEO Asia Atwood, co-founder, um, uh, is named her co-founder is named Trey. Um, Do you think she would come on and talk about Weed Robot? I think should I, think I stop like calling to. it Weed Robot well, when she does? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can ask her. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's it's the the proper name is the Trella Grow LST. Yes, LST stands for Low Stress Training. Um, mm -hmm. And Kevin, you're probably aware of. There's a million different ways to manipulate the cannabis plant to yes. get it to grow the way that we want. It okay. naturally wants to grow straight up and tall. Um, and it doesn't necessarily produce a whole lot of, yeah. of the flower, which is the thing that we're going after yeah, as right. humans that are, um, into this stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and so traditionally it's taken a lot of labor to manipulate the plant, to tie branches down, et cetera, over the course of like a three to four month growth cycle. Or use a trellis system. Right. Which is made of plastic. Okay. Which, yeah. It's not but it good. still requires a lot of yeah. hand, manual manipulation. You yep. can't do it slowly. You've got to reach in and move a branch and hope you don't break it mm -hmm. and tie it off in an area. So it's, it's very, very time and labor intensive. And stressful on the plant. And when you stress the plant, it stops growing or it, it pauses almost its growth for a day or two sometimes mm -hmm. if okay. you overstress it. So what this robot or automated plant training device there we does go. is essentially watches for the vertical growth of the plant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a ring of light sensors, and this is the patented technology that, that Asia patented. Um, this ring of photo sensors that sense the uh, amount of light uh, coming down and hitting this ring. And as the plant grows up through the middle of the ring, there's the very top of the plant, which controls the hormones for the rest of it. Okay. Um, is called the apical meristem. Mm -hmm. So essentially, if you guide that piece of the plant in a direction, you can make the plant grow horizontally rather than vertically. Right. Really cool. So this ring will shift a little bit very so lightly to it, push there's, it. So there's basically a carriage that pulls the top of the plant along over the course of its growth. Right. Um, so as it grows up and shades the ring, the ring says, okay, time to move forward. Yep. And it moves forward over time. And essentially, you get a plant that would grow four, six, eight feet tall, mm -hmm. growing four, six, eight feet long. And and producing much more buds, I assume? So, right, the benefit isn't initially super obvious. Um, you know, as an engineer, light dissipates at the square of distance. Yep. So if you have a traditional grow light above your plant and it's eight feet tall, the only bit of your plant that's actually going to get the highest quality light is right up near the top. Right. Right. So like maybe you got two feet up there. Yeah. Um, and you know, so, so traditional grows, you'll see a whole lot of, 
of of mature plants where they've trimmed off everything on the bottom of the plant and yeah. and basically in the trellis system that Kevin was talking about create this um, kind of uh, we call it lollipopping. Right. And your plants end up looking like lollipops. It's, There's nothing on the bottom. And then once you yep. get up into the actual areas where we we've portioned off the flowers through a trellis system is essentially a plastic grid. Okay. Um, a very yeah. thin plastic <clears throat> grid with these big squares so that so, you're controlling that. At, a, like at a specific height below the light. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. so what what you're essentially doing is creating this canopy that's in this range below the light that's going to get the most light. And you're mm. trimming all the leaves off the bottom. And you're, you know, stressing the plant, really doing a lot of stress to the plant, but yeah. making it the best possibility to get the big buds that everybody likes. Yeah. Colas. Yeah. yeah. Colas. Mm -hmm. Got it. So, um, if you can grow the plant horizontally, all of a sudden, every bit of the plant is already at the same distance from the light mm -hmm. and you haven't stalled the plant by overstressing it and you haven't had to put all that work into it. Yep. Right. So, so. you've got these multiple benefits to the grower you know, or the operation in that way. And the plant, really, because yep. it's getting better light yep. over time. This um, is very cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, I'm really stoked by this. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, so we'll bring Asia on. And yeah. We'll talk about it. I think we should. Yeah. Um, but they're crowdfunding right now. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just want to maybe mention the crowdfunding. Yeah. Um, we're doing our, uh, what's called an equity crowdfunding, a testing the waters phase. Okay. Okay. Which is the initial, um, it's basically to kind of keep it, to keep the entire uh, equity crowdfunding platform uh, clean with with only viable businesses in it, mm -hmm. like people that have actually done the work. It's still very small businesses. It's still investing at a really early stage and like helping these CEOs out. Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of times, sometimes bigger businesses get involved. Um, but the whole purpose of equity crowdfunding is to kind of really lift up these small businesses. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's this early phase basically so that we can show interest um, and we're, we have to show that we can get like $50,000 in commitments so mm -hmm. that we can continue to re do the entire race. Yeah. Um, so I have a link that maybe you guys could draw. 100%, of yeah. course. Um, that will allow people to get on, on that early friends and family race. Yep. Um, piece of it and then for sure testing yeah. the waters and we will call it an aptd not a weed robot <laughs> <laughs> <We're> all, <laughs> i can't commit to Trella, that Trella, Trella grow lst <laughs> Trella grow lst yeah. got it low stress training yeah so thanks for letting me low oh yeah the training good for plants and for humans Oh, you got to put him on your team. That marketing, that marketing <laughs> brain right there. <laughs> All right, Matt, where can people find us here? Right. That's it. Yeah. You can yeah. find us right here. Great. Uh, we'll be, we'll we be, be here. We, we be here. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll continue to, um, we're, we're still continuing to, to sort of figure out kind of how we're going to integrate, uh, you know, value into the space in a, in a way that makes sense for everybody Integrate, yeah because we we haven't been super present in, in in the social media sphere and i think that's okay yeah i mm -hmm. think so too um yeah. you've got you've got some big stuff going on i got some big stuff going on yeah so, yeah, yeah life's been crazy but you'll you'll catch us here every other week yep or or uh you'll catch us at stacks espresso bar this upcoming saturday that's true doing mm. yeah we're doing a a seasonal showcase a spooky uh, podcast 
I, oh, no, should I get it won't up? be spooky, but yeah. I think people are getting dressed up. Um, I really, I figured costumes? we'd just show up. I think people are wearing costumes. I'm not, um, <laughs> but I'm not. No, I will be. A, I will I wear be a costume every day. I will be showing up as a weed robot. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a cost. I don't have a wardrobe. I have a costume closet. That's like, so I wear true. a costume yeah. every day. Yeah, um, just just get your purple fuzzy. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's almost coat. time. Yeah. It's almost time. Um, <laughs> for coat. No, but we'll be there. We'll be answering coffee questions with Ron Greco, who is my boss and good friend. Yeah, and he's great. Yeah, he's he's a man, good friend and boss, I should say. Um, we've had him. On we've the been having a great. Twice already yeah and we've been we've been having a great time working together yeah we actually yeah we had a really great week this week so we're we're pumped we're moving forward with some really cool stuff for stacks yeah. and i'm really excited for upstate coffee collective and for stacks Hell and yeah. for trella and for runner's high cannabis well i was gonna say running high but running yeah, high runner high, runner's high cannabis for sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> the sex the success of one Plus the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The more the more <clears throat> runners high can achieve, the more running high I can achieve. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs>